Hello, and welcome back to the Chats with Creatives podcast. Today is another lockdown chat where I just come to you and I check in with where I'm at in this current climate of uh, continual lockdowns due to the global pandemic that we are experiencing. So I'm coming to you today on Wurundjeri land in Nam, Melbourne, Victoria. So I am in lockdown still and we have been named the city with the longest lockdown of any lockdown around the world. And that has been fucking hard. (laughs) It has been a rough time. It has been really rough to see other countries and other cities dealing with the pandemic in different ways and kind of seeing people's lives go on, I guess. That's that's been a really hard thing to kind of stomach and grapple with over the past two years, but especially more recently, being in a lockdown that was meant to last one week has now extended several months. Anyway, I'm not here to talk about lockdown, although it does kind of shadow my every experience and thought currently, as I'm sure it does all of you who are in your own lockdown experiences right now. Today, I want to kind of just uh, talk about these two concepts, I guess, that have been really on my mind in the past few weeks. And they're kind of interconnected, but also very separate, but also very dependent on the other. It's it's a very, yeah, my, my brain's been like a very confused um, ball of questions, I suppose, lately. And I just want to heads up that I'm actually currently eating a banana choc chip muffin that I made <laughs> and that I've just um, doused in peanut butter. So please excuse me for all of the delicious chewing mouth noises you are going to get. Just imagine you're eating your own peanut butter choc chip muffin, banana situation, banana peanut butter choc chip monstrosity of a delicious morsel. And if you would like a banana peanut butter choc chip situation, holler at me and maybe I'll make you one. (laughs) Maybe we can go have a picnic when lockdown lifts. Very excited for that day. Um, I'm pairing it, in case you're wondering, I'm pairing it with um, a licorice peppermint tea of the the puka variety. Love, love puka. Shout out. Okay. The reason why I'm currently eating a muffin is because I've actually been doing this for way too long. Recording this episode, I've tried. (laughs) I recorded the whole episode and it didn't work because my SIM card malfunctioned. Love that. Love technology. But I'm actually totally fine with it because, boy, was that a ramble. But it really helped me kind of get my head straight on what I'm actually like actively trying to get across. And the two things I want to touch on today are around the concept of essential workers and around the concept of identity. So mm, buckle up, get excited. We're in for a treat. So I went for a walk the other day with a friend and they're not in the creative industries at all. They work in hospitality and at a desk and has delved into all sorts of different fields in their life. They have worked in the arts before and they have studied in the arts, but they're not currently involved in that world. Their brother is, however, their brother is an actor in Sydney. And so 
this person has like an idea, an understanding, a general, a general sympathy and empathy towards <laughs> what creatives are going through right now, in particular actors and those that work within the realms of theatre. And, you know, had a big walk, had a big chat. They just kind of asked, like, how are you doing with, you know, not having been able to act recently? And it's so funny because when someone, say someone on the street just asks me that question or someone I don't know very well, the answer is pretty, you know, standard. It's like, ah, it's been hard. And that's kind of as far as I go because it's a hard thing to explain the... (laughs) the depths of this pain. And when you talk to other actors and other creatives about this thing, you, you don't really have to explain anything. You, you fully understand each other. There's a mutual understanding of this experience that we're going through. And this person was kind of sitting in the middle of that, like not involved in the industry, but has an understanding of it and has someone close to them involved in the industry. So, so kind of can gauge how much this is affecting artists. And I answered him. I answered him really bluntly. (laughs) And I think more honestly than I've answered kind of anyone else. And it kind of took me down this road of expressing out loud for the first time, who am I if I am not essential? If some people in a big room, in their fancy suits, and their fancy haircuts, if they get to decide that me and what I do with my life and what I am trained to do, what I have a degree in doing is not essential to our society throughout a pandemic, then who am I? Who the fuck am I? I have been deemed unessential, essentially. (laughs) And that, that is a pain that I think is, I've just been grappling with for the past almost two years and I understand I understand that medical workers and doctors and nurses are essential but then we also have a government that has decided that sports is essential that tennis that football that cricket is essential during this time and that the people in those kind of like high levels, the, the elite athletes, that they are essential in this society, in this world of lockdown and virus and pandemic and fear, that they're essential, but people in the arts are not. How are we when we are already so defeated in the situation that we're in, that, we're, that we've been given, that we ha- have no choice about essentially, how are we to have the strength to know within ourselves and stand strong within ourselves with our idea of who we are and how important we are to society? And this all kind of came uh, into light, I suppose, when I came across the Virginia Gay monologue from Cyrano the show that had been cancelled several times, she did a section of a monologue. It was no longer than five minutes and I just happened across it. I mean, obviously it was like all over social media, but I happened across it and I watched it and I kid you not, the moment before I watched it and the moment after I watched it, I was a changed human. That four minutes, that five minutes 
of theatre, of acting, of storytelling, of language. It changed me. It changed my mood. It changed my feeling about my day, about my life. It changed my emotions. I felt like I was floating. I felt like I was buzzed. I, I felt so much from this snippet of text and it snapped in my head. Like it just like came in. That, this, theatre, acting, performance, storytelling, creativity, connection, that is essential for me. That is so essential for me. And so I assume it is essential for others. I can't be the only one. I refuse to believe that seeing that performance had that effect on me and only me. I know, I know that affected people. But as someone who was in a very depressed state in lockdown, in the most lockdown city in the world, alone, unable to do what I love, unable to receive what I love, unable to connect in a way that fills my cup, that was so essential to me that day. And so I'm grappling with this idea of who am I if I am not deemed essential? If the work that I do is not essential in the eyes of the people making decisions, who am I? That thought has kind of melded and moved into the next thing I want to kind of dive into, <laughs> which is identity. Who am I if I am not acting? Who am I if I don't have work? <laughs> Who am I if I don't have an agent? Who am I if my grant application is not accepted? Who am I if my identity, what I have identified as for years of my life, is not essential and therefore is <laughs> non-existent? Big questions, big questions, I know. And so the next time I saw this friend that had asked me how I was and I gave him a very blunt, very honest answer that I wasn't okay because I had been deemed unessential and that I was really struggling with that, that concept and that feeling of sadness and worthlessness. The next time I saw them, I had uh, enrolled to do a degree in health science focusing on naturopathy and I was now struggling with the idea that, you know, who am I if I am not acting? Who am I if I then go and study something else that is not acting, that is not writing, that is not in the realm of this creative journey that I have committed to in my life? And they said this thing that, I, that I've been kind of craving to share with you <laughs> because I needed to hear it. And again, I feel like if I needed to hear it, there are others out there that need to hear this too. They said, what you do in your life, in your everyday life, what you do day to day is what makes your art great. What you do in your everyday life is what makes your art great. And they said, you are an actor because that is who you are. But that doesn't mean that you have to spend every minute of your life acting. That doesn't mean that you can't go out there and learn a different skill or learn a different hobby or learn a different language or learn a different way of communicating. You are an actor because you are an actor. You've made that decision and you 
don't have to change that, but you can still find other ways to move through each day. And it kind of came up because I was grappling with the concept of doing another degree, a four-year degree in something that wasn't acting. And so I'd never really committed to that, that path, that, that side of me that kind of flows beside my acting life, which is this side path that, that I walk alongside acting, this path of healing and teaching and learning as a qualified yoga teacher and a practitioner, as a meditator, as someone who is fascinated by our bodies and this holistic idea of health and being. And I never fully committed to that because I always end up faced with this fear of if I'm doing something else, then I'm not an actor. And I identify as an actor. That is who I am. That is my identity. That is who I have been for years and years and years of my life. And if I focus on something else, then what happens to that part of me? And so there's been a lot of soul searching that I've been doing recently and a lot of conversations I've been having with other creatives about how we fill our cups, <laughs> especially right now. Like this is the kind of the metaphor that I, I keep seeing and visualizing and talking to people about is this idea of filling our cups. And in a time where theaters are closed and our government deems us as unessential, and so those things that would usually fill us up, that we do, the, the seeing theatre, the being in theatre, the making theatre, the making and exploring of characters and storytelling and all of those things that fill our cup, when that is not there, how do we fill our cup? How do we fill ourselves back up? And for me, I mean, I've had to think really long and hard about this and it's still not clear because I'm so entangled with this identity of I am an actor. And it's actually really interesting that this, this other kind of path that I have in my life, this one of practicing yoga and learning about the kind of the principles of yoga, when one of them being non-attachment, not attaching yourself to something, not attaching yourself to an identity. Because when we think about it, we are all many things. And here I am so deeply attached to my identity as an actor that when we were thrown into lockdown nearly two years ago, I broke because I didn't have an identity anymore. I couldn't do the one thing that I felt like defined me. And so in the past two weeks, I think, I've had conversations with other creatives surrounding identity and it's really broadened my idea of who am I if I'm not acting it's had to because that idea me identifying so strongly as this one thing as an actor as that being who I am it's holding me back <laughs> literally in not even just as an actor it's holding me back in my life it's stopping me from moving forward. It's stopping me from allowing myself to experience other things, new things, other things that could make my art better, that could make my stories larger and incorporate more life and different things and 
other experiences and different human beings and a deeper understanding of humanity. I've been holding myself back by identifying as an actor and not just as this being that tells stories and lives every day in whatever way that day comes. Ah. I don't fully understand where my head is at right now with this concept still, but I, I just wanna I just wanted to share it because yeah, the people that I've talked to recently have all, every single one of them, have a very similar identity kind of question going on. And you know, it's so dependent on society requiring us to work and earn money to live, to succeed or to flourish within society. <laughs> like we have to have money to survive because that is just how society functions and so as actors in a in a kind of realm where it is quite difficult to get paid because so often we're doing what we love unpaid there's always got to be something else and I'm really it's it's like I feel like I'm coming up against a wall because my my absolute absoluteness about not having a backup plan (laughs) Because I am an actor and that's what I am and that's what I'm doing and there is nothing else out there for me. It's kind of, I mean, it's so valid. It's so valid, guys, because we are trained to think that way, to think that if we are not acting or if we are not doing the hustle, that we are not succeeding or we are not legitimate actors. Oh, it's it's so real. I, I have a I have a guest who's going to come in and we're going to talk about this in depth because, my God, that is how we are trained to think. If we don't have other things in our life that fill us up, that fill our cup, man, it's going to be hard to love that hustle <laughs> because we'll have nothing to give. We'll have nothing to give. Oh, I feel like I've rambled enough. I think you get me. You get me. You get those questions. Who am I if I'm not essential? Who am I if I'm not acting? Mate. (laughs) It's been a time for questions like that. I don't have a conclusion. I don't have an answer. I just think that knowing that there are others out there thinking these questions and grappling with this idea of identity and this idea of (laughs) I've always been told not to have a backup plan, otherwise I'm not legit but I have to have a backup plan if I'm to survive in this world. It's not even a backup plan. I just need to have other things to fill me up and I need to have other ways of creating relationships and learning about life and understanding the things that interest me, blah, 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 all of that stuff. (laughs) The conclusion today I've come to is lockdown's really hard and it's been a space of a lot of reflection. And if you ever want to chat about it, about maybe something that's come up for you during lockdown or the past couple of years, we're faced with this this fear and this anxiety surrounding a global pandemic and this trauma that is kind of ongoing. I'd love to chat. I'd love to to dive into that with you. Uh, you can get in touch via my Instagram page at chats.w.creatives. I also have a website, Chats with Creatives podcast. You can chuck me an email and check out all the the information on all of the episodes and all the amazing guests that I've had so far. Again, I'm going to say it. I know I mentioned in one of the lockdown chats that I had a lot of interviews cancelled because they were all (laughs) 
in preparation for Melbourne Fringe and a lot of shows got cancelled or postponed. So those are on their way. They're going to be more related to when the shows are actually coming out, but I have an amazing lineup of guests coming up. I'm not sure when my next episode will be. We may be out of lockdown soon. Who knows? I'm also starting full-time study, so I'm a little bit busier than I have been for the past um, few months. But yeah, as I said, get in touch. If you have anything you'd like to chat with me about or um, if you want a theatre date when theatres open up, I am there. I am so ready to get out into this world on this beautiful, beautiful land that we are so lucky to live on. Until next time, stay creative. <laughs>